You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 74. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a subject that makes a lot of people really uncomfortable, which is money. And more importantly, I'm going to be talking about how you can pay yourself as a food blogger and how you can really make this a priority going forward as you are structuring your business and really looking forward at what you want your food blog to do for you and your family and how ultimately you can start paying yourself or start paying yourself more as a food blogger. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, for another episode this week, and I am just really excited to dive into this topic. This is a topic that has become really important to me over the last couple of years, and it has just really been something that I love to talk with business friends about and just really make a plan for, and that is paying yourself as a entrepreneur, as a food blogger. And unfortunately, I've heard from so many food bloggers that they're really not taking the action of paying themselves. And really what I mean by this is that you are transferring money from whatever account your business money comes into, into your personal account. And so we're going to dive into this topic today. Now, if you are brand new to the podcast, I am so excited that you have found this episode and I always just like to do a quick welcome and introduction. My name is Madison Wetherill and I am the CEO and founder of Grace and Vine Studios. We focus on branding and website design for food bloggers specifically, and I have been working in this field specifically for the last six years, and it has just been so fun to constantly figure out how to reinvent the wheel just a little bit so that every food blog that I work with is completely unique. If you're ever curious how we work with clients, you can always head over to graceandvinestudios.com and click on the services tab to look at our different offers. Mostly we work with food bloggers on custom website design. And then we also have our designer for a day package, which is a six hour intensive where I'm able to go onto your site and really clean it up and work on some of the band-aids that you might have put on the site. And just to really give you that cohesive and professional website that you have always wanted, but maybe haven't been able to prioritize investing. So this has been a really fun way to work with people who maybe have branding already or they really love the theme that they're using, but they just want it to look more unique and they just want to feel confident in knowing that their blog is running in tip-top shape. So again, if you're interested in any of those services and working with us, please head over to the site and check it out. So I want to start this episode by really talking about why this topic of paying yourself matters. And what's really interesting to me is that only in the entrepreneur space do you find people who are working their tail off and working so hard, but they aren't paying themselves. And I have been in this boat too. I used to lovingly refer to my PayPal account as my magic money that my husband and I could use for special things that we wanted to buy or special trips that we wanted to go on. And I didn't really take it seriously that that money needed to come into our personal account to let it be something that we started to rely on and to expect. And I truly didn't take my business as seriously as I should have until I started taking that extra effort of paying myself. And so 
when we talk about paying ourselves as bloggers, it matters for a few reasons. One, it means that you're taking your job seriously. If you were working at any other job and you didn't get paid, you would stop doing the work. And so we need to take our businesses this seriously and make sure that we are compensating ourselves for the time that we are putting in. It also gives you the opportunity to have more opportunities in general, whether that is opportunities that you might not be able to afford in your personal life right now, things that you want to do for your family as a whole, or just having the peace of mind of having some extra cash in savings. It also can provide you an opportunity to give back. I know a lot of food bloggers like to give back from their profits of their blog, And that is totally great, but this is an opportunity for you to be able to do that from your personal account as well. And just having the flexibility to prioritize that type of giving and that type of investment. Another reason that this is important is that really focusing on the financial side of your blog can help you to increase the overall income that your business is bringing in, which can help you to create jobs for other people. As your business grows and you scale and you have more income, you're able to outsource more and support other people that have services that you want to be able to hire out. Obviously you can't do that if your business isn't making any money or if you're not prioritizing paying yourself, you're not going to be able to prioritize paying other people for the work that they're doing either. And finally, this isn't specifically about paying yourself, but it is about the overall financial health of your business and the impact that this will leave as you begin to prioritize paying yourself. And that is to increase generational wealth. This is a concept that I learned about when I read The Legacy Journey by Dave Ramsey. And even if you are not a Dave Ramsey fan or you don't follow his methods of budgeting, this is such a good book for really looking at what wealth can do long-term for your family. It really gave me such a different perspective on why it matters to keep paying myself more. I used to have such a ceiling of what I thought I was worth in terms of what I would want to pay myself. And to be honest, that perspective just made me waste money in my business. And once I shifted my perspective to wanting to bring more money into my family income and bringing it into my pocket, it really helped me to take my business more seriously, really start investing in my business differently, And ultimately, I know that this is going to set up a legacy for my boys for the long term and hopefully for their children as well. So I would highly recommend that book if you're interested in just learning about why wealth matters. If you have, you know, this thought in the back of your head of, I don't need to make more money, I'm making enough, and there's other people who aren't making as much as I am, then I would really encourage you to look at this book and just reframe your perspective on what wealth could do for not only your immediate family right now, but generations to come. So now that we have set the stage for why this conversation matters, now you need to figure out where you're at right now. Now, if you are not looking at the numbers of your revenue and your expenses and your profit in your business, then I would really encourage you to make this a practice that you are doing on a weekly or monthly basis during your CEO date and really taking time to review that. So when you look at where you're at right now, again, you want to look at how much money is your business bringing in. 
if your business isn't bringing in any money, then that's where you need to start. You need to start with thinking through what types of services or packages you could start offering in order to build that income. And if for some reason you're really just waiting and holding on for having ad revenue, that's totally fine too. But I think it's important to be tracking this and be thinking about it because as your business grows, you may find that your expenses are growing too. And so it can be nice to just have a handle on that so that if there's times where you need to try to find ways to increase your income within the business, you can know how to do that or what you would want to do if you get to that point. Looking at your expenses, this is something that is so important to do on a regular basis. There have been so many times where I've caught something that I was double paying for or renewed that I wasn't really using anymore. And so this is really, really a healthy thing to do either monthly or quarterly so that you're really just reviewing what expenses are coming out and make sure that you're really using the things that you are paying for. You also just want to look at what the percentage is. How much are you spending on expenses every month versus how much are you making? And then the result of you know, the difference between those two numbers is what's called your profit. Another book on this topic that I would recommend looking into is the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. And this book really helps you to shift the perspective of paying yourself first, not paying yourself last. And again, this is something that the entrepreneur world seems to do very backwards. And I have been there for so many years too, but it really just helps you to see that when you start to pay yourself first and then take into consideration what you can afford and expenses after that, it will really help you to just shift the way that you think about the money that you're spending in your business. Now that you have an idea of where you're at right now, you can start setting some realistic goals. Now, if you're paying yourself nothing right now, please do not set a goal to pay yourself $5,000. Unless your business is making enough money where you know consistently you're paying $5,000 into your savings account, don't set yourself up for failure by picking a number that is going to feel completely unachievable. But if you're looking at your numbers and you know where you're at right now, you can set a goal for where you want to be instead. If you're looking at your profit and you're seeing that you have $500, $1,000, $2,000 in profit every month, figure out what you're going to do with that money. And obviously based on this episode, I would suggest paying yourself that money. What would it feel like to have that extra money sitting in your bank account every month? What kind of impact would that make in your family? What would you be able to change about your lifestyle? What would you be able to save for? How would it feel to just know that your business is making a financial impact in your family's life? So set that goal, set a monthly goal that you can really just start tracking and trying to achieve maybe a monthly goal that you're paying yourself. Maybe you're thinking that your family really doesn't need the money. Maybe you have a spouse that takes care of all of the expenses within your family. And so your money really is just extra. I totally get that. I've been there too. But again, really think about what impact could you make in your family? Are there things that you would love to have within your family that you don't or trips that you would love to take, but maybe seem a little bit out of reach. I have known bloggers who have paid for completely brand new cars with the income that they paid themselves. And that would be such an amazing feeling to know that you paid for that car in cash by yourself. Now, if you are feeling like the monetary goal is kind of hard and you're not really sure what that goal would be, again, think of another goal. Think of something that you would want to pay for. Maybe it is swim lessons for your kids this summer. Maybe it's private education for your kids. Maybe it's something that you want to do for yourself. Maybe you'd love to be able to get a massage every month or every week. That can be your goal too if you feel like setting an arbitrary number to transfer every month is kind of feeling off to you. Pick something that you know you would love to spend money on but you just don't spend the money on it for whatever reason. 
Then I want you to pick a number of what you're going to consistently start paying yourself every month. If you're not paying yourself anything right now, start with $100 a month. Maybe start with $50 a month. Whatever you feel like you can commit to making happen. And I think you will start to see opportunities come up for ways that you can increase your income as you set that goal. Sometimes it's so easy to stay in the lane that you're in when you don't have these goals to push you further. Once you have that number down, commit to making it happen. Then you're going to review that on a monthly basis to see if you can increase your pay. I know that this is a tough subject for a lot of people, and I know that not everybody is in a position where they even have extra profit to pay themselves, or maybe that your blog is not bringing in any income at all. But I think if you are able to reframe this concept and instead of thinking that you'll pay yourself once your blog is making money, that you commit to finding ways to make money so that you can pay yourself, it's really going to make the entire process of running your blog a lot more serious. And I'm not saying that you can't take your blog seriously if you're not paying yourself. Trust me, I know that that is not true at all. But I just think the impact that it can make in your business to really prioritize investing in yourself this way and making sure that the time you are pouring into your blog is worthwhile, not only to you, but to your family too, is going to make such a big impact. I really just want to close this episode by saying that there is no magic number that you have to get to before you can start paying yourself. As silly as it might sound, even if you're bringing in $100 a month, you can still be paying yourself even a dollar, $10, $50. And getting in that habit is going to start training your brain to look for ways to increase that opportunity to pay yourself more. Again, I really just want to encourage you to think about the possibilities that you might have if you were to prioritize this. What types of things could your family get out of this? What type of mental shift would you have when you're talking about your business to other people when you know that it is a serious job that is paying you money? I'm going to link to a bunch of resources in this blog post because I think this money work is something that I have really dug into a lot over the last few years. And I have gone from basically having no real goals for what my business was going to do for my family. It was something that fulfilled me and something I loved spending my time on. And now it has really become a a path for my family to reach the goals that we want to have and to do the things that we want to do with our lives long-term. And I just look at my business in a totally different way now that I have this perspective. And so I'd really encourage you to dig into some of these resources. Again, read books on money and talk about money with your blogging friends that you feel comfortable talking about. I think this is such a stigma that people have to not talk about this. And I'm obviously not saying that you have to go out and shout it from the rooftops. Although I think income reports are such an awesome way to showcase the possibilities of what people can do with blogging. But I think if you can find a trusted group of people, a mastermind group that you can feel close to and chat through this, it can be just so life-changing in a lot of ways. So I would really encourage you to dig into what your financial situation looks like right now with your business. What are you bringing in? What are you spending? What are you paying yourself? It's okay if those numbers aren't where you want them to be, but you have to know where you're starting before you can plan on where you want to go. And then just commit to paying yourself something. Commit to paying yourself more than you're paying yourself right now, whatever that looks like. And be willing to do the work to make that happen. I know that as a food blogger, you are a hard worker and you are willing to put in the time to make things happen. So really make this a part of your goals for the next quarter and the rest of this year. 
If you guys have any specific questions on, you know, practically how to do this, please let me know. I am happy to chat with you about just opportunities that you might be able to look for in terms of bringing more income into your blog or ways that you can be making this priority to pay yourself and pay yourself more over time. This is just a topic that I'm really passionate about and I just wanted to bring it up because I think unfortunately there are so many people in the entrepreneur space and specifically the food blogger space who are not doing this, who are not paying themselves anything or if they are, it's way below what their business is actually making. So if you're one of those people that has a huge amount of money in your PayPal account, get it out of your PayPal account and pay yourself. And I really hope that this was a little bit of a different episode, but something that will just leave you thinking and leave you just looking forward about what you want your business to do for you and for your family. I would love to hear what you guys thought of this episode and I love to connect with you guys over on Instagram. I'm over there at Grace and Vine. And until next week, I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.